Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. We're going to take a little step back for those of you who have been listening to us for a long time. Some of this material may sound familiar, but we're going to talk today about stress, anxiety, and your health. Kind of sort of how we got here and where the stress and anxiety can take us. Uh, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So uh, hang in there with me, and um, hopefully there's some new information in here for you if you're a long-time listener. And anyway, it's always good to refresh. So um, without further ado, here's a little bit about stress, anxiety, and your health. I wanted to start this um, session with the story about the frog in the boiling water. So if you drop a frog in a pot of boiling water, it will, of course, frantically try to clamber out. But if you place it in a pot of tepid water and you turn the heat on low, it'll float there like kind of relaxed. It's sort of happy to be just in the water and it's not really noticing much more. But as the water gently heats up, the frog will sink into a tranquil stupor, exactly like one of us in a hot bath. And before too long, with a smile on its face, it it will unresistingly allow itself to be boiled to death. That's kind of a gross story, but it's what happens to us in the realm of stress in our lives. It can be on very low but we are, it increases and it increases and it increases. And we're thinking that we're just fine. Very rarely do we notice until it is at boiling. So I just want us to remember that when we think that we don't have time to do things like take a practice of meditation or to take time to self-care, Because those are the times when we get to reflect. When we use that spiritual side of ourselves, we can see more clearly what's going on in our lives uh, physically and mentally. So let's just remember, we don't want to be like the frog in the water. So stress carries um, some real health risks. And, um, you know, the American Medical Association has estimated that 80% of illnesses that doctors see in their offices are related to stress. Um, So the risks are both mental and physical, and here's three different types that we can be, uh, try to be aware of. Daily stress from our work, our family, and mundane responsibilities of daily living. Uh, Number two would be like a sudden jarring change, including illness for ourselves or for loved ones, um, divorce, separation, losing a job, losing your income, um, or accidents and the like to people, ourselves or people, you know, that are close to us. And then there is number three that is trauma. So, you know, an accident can be traumatic or not, but 
Um, number three is about the traumatic accident, the traumatic experience. Um, and that can come through events, as I said, accidents, war, um, natural disasters, um, being assaulted, and um, and being in the danger of losing your life. So it's usually, that's how we discriminate between number two and number three, is when there is a danger of losing one's life. Um, because that puts us into a really hyperactive state, stress-wise. Um, and so our response to these types of stress are very individual. And um, the small daily stress response is to me like the frog in the pot of water, and it's the hardest one to recognize, um, and therefore it's the hardest one to treat. Um, because you may be coping well in the beginning, but then the culminating effects are, are also as damaging as the sudden jarring changes. So let, that's why I stress taking time for meditation, reflection, for self-care because it is then when we are putting ourselves in that relaxation state and feel the relaxation response that we realize that most of our day how far we are spending from that state and we can catch things earlier rather than getting into a chronic state. So some of the early signs of stress is... um, Well, I have a little list here, but stress is built up when it's not recognized. Again, why I'm always stressing meditation and self-care. So taking the time to assess our stress levels, our coping skills, those can really help to reduce or prevent the real negative side effects of stress, which is the feeling of overwhelm. Um. Having to cope with uh, life and stress by using drugs, alcohol, food, or nowadays, screens. Um, There can be changes in our sleep quality or the quantity, um, leaving us with low energy and lack of ambition. Ruminating thoughts is a sign of stress. Fears and compulsions come out of that squeezed stress uh, reaction in the body. We begin to uh, avoid situations and people. Uh, Increasing self-criticism comes from too much stress. And emotions gone wild. Again, a stressful state will bring on wild swinging emotions and um Some of us can acknowledge that a lot of tears can come when we are having a physical stress and then we have been in a a stressful situation for a long time and then we have maybe for a woman woman, the stress of her menstrual cycle normally wouldn't cause her an emotional breakdown, but if she has been stressed for a long while, the stress of her uh, cycle coming can put her into an emotional upheaval. I see it over and over again. Once we get a handle on the stress, that very much can level out. And so what can we do? What are some of the interventions that we can do? Um, And we can cover these more in depth in future podcasts, but today we'll just list them out. We um, We can make connections 
with supportive people, supportive groups, and we we need to ask for time and help from these people. Um, if you don't have family that can be supportive or doesn't understand what you're going through, you need to reach out to professionals. And you can start with your physician's office or you can start with a therapist or um, local groups. Online, there are so many different um groups that you can join. We even have one here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a group coaching thing that meets twice a month. That might be the right thing for you. You might need um, more more intimate help, like with a therapist or with a one-on-one coach. Find out for yourself by asking for help, by getting in and interviewing uh, maybe a therapist or a coach and see what could be right for you. If you don't have family and uh, friend support, definitely please reach out to professionals. And even if you do have family support, a lot of times our stress is with our family. And so we need somebody who is outside of the family connections and can really help us see things clearly. So um, ask for help. And another one is to eliminate unnecessary tasks and commitments. And um, I know this was a hard one for me. I had a lot on my plate and I didn't understand that I was in control of what was on my agenda, my calendar, my plate. So um, you can really eliminate a lot of unnecessary tasks and commitments when you sit down and really look at your calendar. Even things you didn't think you could eliminate, believe me, when you take them off, when you say the hard things, you have the difficult conversation, I had to leave organizations and get off of, uh, I was on boards and committees um, for the school system that my children were in at the time. And um, it actually was a hard thing for me to do at first, but it's amazing to see like the world goes on without you. (laughs) And when it came down to it, I was the only one that could do that. And I was the only one that I, that knew that I needed that time. The people I was working with and for, they had no idea of my uh, needs for personal time and care. We need to step up and take care of that ourselves. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another intervention is to be uh, self-compassionate by seeing all that you do accomplish and handle on a daily basis versus what is left undone. I hear this over and over again with clients really being hard on themselves by what they need to do, what needs to be accomplished, what is still left on that to-do list. Um, And they forget to look back and see all the things that got crossed off. Uh, We really need to give ourselves a pat on the back because in this busy, busy world, it's not that people don't always appreciate us, but they don't take the time to let us know how grateful they were for what we did Uh, And that goes all the way down to the little mundane things that we do in our families and in our little houses, Um, little houses, big houses, however, whatever size they are. In our lives, we need to thank ourselves. And we go from there. We don't need to wait for somebody else to notice. Another intervention that we can do is um, to have regular gentle exercise, like walking, tai chi, yoga, stretching for relaxation. I like those because I like to stress the word gentle. Um, Exercise is a place where a lot of people feel good. There's a lot of hormonal changes that happen. We get feeling really good when we go out and do it. We've released um, a lot of our stress, but what we forget is that exercise in and of itself can be a stress on our bodies. So we need to moderate that. I think that's all. That is extremely individual, and someone who is a uh, world class athlete can obviously do with a lot more physical. Uh, action in their day. But if you are not in that kind of shape and at that level of training and you try to go out and do the same type of uh, workouts, you're going to hurt yourself, not just physically. You're going to hurt yourself stress-wise. It's too much for the body to handle. It's too much for the body to repair from. And so we want to take it slow Gentle exercise like walking and Tai Chi and like I mentioned, um, yoga or just plain stretching for relaxation can do wonders because we can bring our mind into it also and connect the two and have an informal meditation at the same time. And it doesn't stress the body. It actually helps to rebuild the body. So use your regular exercise, your running, your time at the gym, your um, Pilates, whatever the things are that you love that um, you like to do on a regular basis to get feeling really good. Um, 
skiing, snowboarding, surfing. I mean, there's a million things that we all do. I'll do different. We have different likes. But if you do them and they're strenuous, make sure that you couple that with some gentle exercise. Make sure that you couple your strenuous exercise with times of recovery. Because just like the body needs to recover from stress, the body needs to recover from the physical stress, not just the mental stress. So give yourself some time off. And if you are ill, if you are injuring yourself over and over again, or you have colds and flus that keep coming, look at that as where you are overstressing your body physically. It's a great way to take a little step back and just just reduce reduce it so that you're not overdoing and getting injured. Another intervention that we can do is to um, to look into more. Uh, and different relaxing activities. Um, I call these informal meditation practices, and the list is endless. I love when people go on the Facebook group and share with everyone else their favorite uh, informal meditation practices. Some of them that that I have listed here today are like coloring. Adult coloring books are extremely popular right now. Uh, Doodling. I'm a doodler. And um, sketching, if you're more artistic, you may just like sketching, knitting, crocheting, um, playing an instrument just for the fun of it or for the practice of it, for that deepening of your time with your instrument, Um, understanding the music in a more profound way that really can take us to a deep level where we are really in a relaxed state. Um, And finally, I'd like to say to get outside help and support of your family and your friends. Um, Again, I'm stressing that because if if your family cannot help you enough, you got to reach out more. And there's a lot of places. So start looking things up online for help. Uh, Check with your uh, doctor's office, your therapist's office. There may be a group in your town. It's really fun to do group work, physic- when you can meet in, meet in the same room. Um, that's not always possible. So you can also check for online groups and um, things of that nature. But do get help. Uh, list it because I notice when I talk to people, eventually they um, have finally come forward and asked for help. Um, often they say they've been suffering for a long time. And I know I did also because my um, anxiety was back, back, back in the day. And people didn't even talk about it. They didn't even call it anxiety. Uh, There was no um, code for it. Doctors didn't really diagnose it. That was back when they said you had a nervous personality or something like that. So um, a lot of us just struggled along, you know, and we had to find our own way. But nowadays there's so much help. So don't suffer in silence. It really is um, It really is wise to just take the bull by the horns and get some help. Um, we are really amazing and dynamic beings, and we're in these earthly physical bodies. And um, these bodies let us know when we're reaching our limits. Um, we need to take time, we need to take space to listen to the messages from our body and act accordingly. This is a really fast-paced world, 
And with all of our private and personal time being squeezed out by technology, um, it is our own responsibility to claim our space and hold our boundaries firm. Our health and well-being and the our own health and well-being and that of our families really depends on us being in control of it, of our own time and space. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 